Section 5 of The Dial, number 1, edited by Charles Shannon and Charles Ricketts. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Glimpse of Heaven by C. Ricketts The night was dismal. Dismal, thought the lamps as they shuddered in the cold. The wind moaned with weariness and flung the rain at the windows with a rattling sound as it went by, clutching desperately at the branches. What misery it had seen! So had the lamps. They winked at each other while the river sobbed and sobbed under the arches of the bridge. People hurried by, somewhere against the wind. The carriage lamps flashed, the mud delighted, clung to your clothes to make you look to see how it glittered in the road. The street lamps winked again knowingly this time what of the carriage lamps in the mud do we not shine like stars is not each of us the lodestone of a glittering snake winding always passionately towards us not in the mud forsooth but in the river they blushed with contempt then shone forth again with a buzzing sound to astonish the raindrops on their panes the wind moaned and the river sobbed with weariness the drunkard wept what a lot of water what a dismal night dismal moaned the wind give us the money he sobbed the money won't you the money he repeated his eyes wandering towards the lamps they blinked at him he blinked too the money he thought money mun his little girl also thought of the money could she get him home without having to give it him she looked at the lamps like her eyes filled with rain and the river murmured money money round its basements no decidedly it would be difficult father had taken to drinking to quench his sorrow since poor mother had gone if she could only get him home the wind laughed at this rushed round a corner wafting bad beer bad spirit as the doors of the public-house swung in the light and hurried by how prettily the little drops glitter on the window-panes inside the ceiling is golden with light and gilding must be warm in there even the raindrops thought so for they flew to the windows and blinked dazzled she risked a look inside no wonder poor father liked to be in there everything shone lovely pink bottles green bottles gold bottles and the bar was of silver he had taken the money she knew he would ah well she would wait until he came out he could not spend all that and she might yet get something for the children the wind rushed by and plunged down a dark passage. The lamps felt it was colder, for they shuddered and looked blue. The brass-bound doors of the gin palace swung lazily. Go home, little girl. Go home, little girl. Ah, it was a long time. The other side of the passage was more sheltered. She leant her head against the cool window. How nice everything looked. The walls were of a beautiful red, which made you feel warm to look at. A clock went tic-tac tic-tac with a wreath of artificial flowers on its head and how many nice things shining hams crimson sausages jellies that trembled when you looked at them golden pies all trimmed with paper roses oh it was most pretty how she would like to take some home she would have some of this then some of that a little of this not quite so much of that patty and peggy were laughing when she brought the things to them and perhaps she might get a paper rose with gilt leaves she would put in on the mantelpiece under mamma's portrait in which papa was standing by in new clothes 
how bright it would look perhaps if she went in and told the lady she would give her some nice things she moved towards the door perhaps somebody would ask her what she would like to have she looked at each passer-by hurrying on even the wind hurried by without saying anything it's a wretched night the lady in the shop had gold earrings curls on her back and she wore a grey dress trimmed with black velvet and little buckles she looked into the street not at the little girl then she looked at the clock and two ladies came in what a lot of things they bought and put under their aprons that little girl ain't overfed said one lady giving the child a mince pie i don't like to see children starving she added sententiously to the other lady who looked hard at the little girl trying to say thank you lady but the wind flew by and laughed round the corner it had seen so much charity in its time people had gone into hengler's circus the shop shut up one by one after the shopkeeper had stepped outside to look inquiringly at the sky the street grew darker darker and father was still there the wind had ceased and the rain wept on the quieting town till the little girl was soaked through and felt a little dizzy the almost empty street was exhaling the smell of soot that belongs to london mud when wetted here and there a solitary woman covering her red hands in her ornamented ulster turned her face anxiously towards the town footsteps sounded distinctly as each woman presented the same vague ulstered silhouette walking in the rain somewhere a train rattled and rumbled over a bridge into the night a signal fell with a jerk it's a long way home patty and peggy were asleep the room seemed damper and colder than outside she would try to go to sleep but the cold did not prevent her but the room became bright with bursts of sunlight she heard the murmur of pleasant streams how delicious the sunlight would be if her feet were not so cold she wrapped herself up as well as she could then the stains on the wallpaper became beautiful pictures of fields and hills and water the monotonous magenta roses shot out from the paper waved themselves over her nodding their heads far more beautiful than those in the shop they opened and filled the room with a passionate scent sighing fragrantly for very voluptuousness then in a shower of velvety petals glittering in the sunlight they tickled her as they fell making her laugh ah what a beautiful dream it was and how kind of mere strangers to put her into a pretty box with bright nails where she knew she could think of her beautiful dream for a long long time without being disturbed someone knocked on the lid oh dear me she thought this must be the day of judgment she opened her eyes there was an angel brilliant as a rocket you must come to heaven said the angel to heaven to heaven nodded the angel the little brass nails on the coffin looked wistfully at the angel she was not ungrateful oh no but she had not counted on going there so soon to heaven the angel said again and the little girl felt herself far away from the pretty box the pink morning clouds floated round them upwards they flew through sheets of gold exquisitely tinted purple clouds swam by trimmed with little glowing ones shooting about changing color rose orange the clouds seemed to sing in her ears as she floated upwards upwards the planet smiled at her with delight not like the street lamps and the stars peeped over each other's shoulders to look at the angel and the little girl upwards the clouds were left behind 
and the world was only a speck of suit against the dazzling sun like a floor of gold beneath you we are in heaven said the angel and the little girl looked up ah no she was not ungrateful but she had not thought of going to heaven so soon though it did seem so beautiful you can't think she looked at the angel who pointed out to her the colors that are sent to the flowers and washed her eyes with liquid light that she might see everything more distinctly angels hovered round and looked into her eyes she felt lighter she placed a star on her heart and each angel kissed her everything was so lovely everybody was so kind if only patty and peggy could have some of the stars but what is that shining over this she asked like a sea of stars with waves of light that make you shine when you look at it the almighty the angel said softly and smiled the sea now burned so brightly that the angel became wan and looked like a violet mist the almighty spoke to the little girl the voice thrilled her it rolled in wells of unutterable tenderness more beautiful far than the sweet swelling music she had heard in a church when a plate was handed round by a fine gentleman she closed her eyes and forgot all about the beautiful dream and the pretty box no she was not ungrateful she curtsied very carefully but what should she call him but poor mamma left us and patty and peggy are alone for poor papa since her death drinks to quench his sorrow and there is a little rice in the cupboard and a little sugar she curtsied again they will both cry without me to give it them and tell them a story there will scarcely be enough for both without a story i could not forget all about this if i heard them cry now i am in heaven because of their hunger if i may she did not dare curtsy again might i go back again only for a short time to see all is right for i don't know what they or poor papa will do without me the lord smiled and she became a lily blue the color of mercy with leaves of violet he kissed her and put her about his throne with the flowers whose beauty form the veil of light that surrounds him and each heart-shaped petal in its fragrance murmured peace 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 end of section five